Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the In The Fire podcast. Don't do that ever. Don't Dude, disrespect yourself. I don't think that there's not a single episode where you don't say anything about my intro. There's not a single episode that you don't say something towards me. And to keep it a buck with you, I try to forgive you. I try to say it's all right. I'm going to repay you with good. But it comes to a point when you have to say something about it and you have to acknowledge it. Bro, you're, and do something what are you about saying? It. What are you saying? Bro, right like we guys, can really do this, this right is now. episode 62. Today we are doing something pretty interesting. It's pretty different. different. It's different. different for us, but we're actually pretty excited. We're we're uh, we're excited to see what you guys think. For sure. And for sure. Um, yeah, today we're just gonna be sharing our testimonies. We're also gonna be sharing in the fires testimony. Our, our ratchet testimonies. Our <laughs> testimonies. Um, but yeah, I mean. So, Danny, who are you? Who am I? Why are you here? Why are you? Why do you know Jesus? Like, what's your story? Like, why do I have to care about what you say? Like, why do you smell like that? Why are you so smelly? Why are you stink? What? Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, Sorry. I I actually came out of the womb reading the Bible. No, you so. didn't, bro. You say like, that. Straight out the you womb. Say you're, eating... You've been a Christian your whole life. No, you haven't. You haven't been a Christian like, your I whole life? Like, I knew John 316 no. memorized by, in like, by six months years old. Six months old. Six months years six old. Six months years old. No, six months old. Guy, guy runs a podcast. Yeah, um, at six months old, I, I was reciting John three sixteen. No, you weren't. You yeah. weren't Christian your whole life. Yeah, okay. I, I, I actually, I'll let you, I'll let you talk. Sorry, I'll let you I, talk. I actually knew the whole book of Deuteronomy, like every single word, word for word. Just, just knew that. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real. So, so I I grew up Christian. Um, my wow. my mother was uh, a believer. Um, and her full, her, her main priority as a mother was to get us to know Jesus. That was, that was her main drive was I need to get my boys in church. Hmm. Um, so we had a, we had a church that was, um, walking distance. My mom didn't have a car. So on Sundays we would walk to church every single Sunday. And it was actually, it was actually one of those like stereotypical churches. It was like, you know, the white building in the middle of like a grass plain it was full of just old people really no kids not even adults my mom was like the youngest adult yeah it, it was just old people wow. and so they loved us it was super awesome it, they were lovely lovely people i remember they would like give me i don't know food snacks mm. i don't know they would give me something yeah but i'd always hang out and and that's that's where it started it mm. was it was this just tiny church yeah um Growing up, right before bed, my mom would read us Bible stories. She would just feed me and feed me, feed me Bible stories, me and my little brother. So mm. uh, we were reading from like this uh, children's book, kind of. It was like cartoons, simplifi- simplified versions of yeah. the Bible. So I was learning about David and Goliath, Daniel and the lions, all of it. I knew all of it. Mm. I had all the knowledge. Um, it, was, it was really, really good. Mm. Really, really good. Yeah. I went to this... Um, this christian not school but it was like once a week and it was kind of just a teacher teaching you about the bible teaching about the faith with other other kids hmm. uh, i it, it was it was decent it was a, it there wasn't really fellowship it was more of just like learning learning okay so i had a lot of bible knowledge i was we they used to have competitions where i was like okay first one to flip to a certain book in the Bible, so they would say Malachi. And it's like first one to get there. So I was I was learning, you know, hmm. the order of the books. I think at one point 
I knew the order of half the books, hmm. like straight, like all of them. I, or maybe even all. There was one kid in my class. I think she was like seven years old. She knew every book in order. All 60, is it 66? All 66 books. Mm-hmm. Damn, don't quote me on that. All wow. 60 set. I forgot how many there are. But all of them in order. It's pretty wild. Wow. Pretty wild. Interesting. Okay. But yeah. Okay. That's, so, that's, uh, that's yeah, me for that's the first Yeah, that's not me years. at all. That's not me. Why not? Nope. Mm-mm. No? Where were well, you? Well, okay. So I, I was born, raised in New York. Uh, my mom and New dad. New York. New York. Yeah, New York, Westchester County. Oh. Just kidding. I love that. I, I, I love that place. I'll go there. Like I would go there just look at stuff. I love that place. Okay. But um, yeah, so my mom and dad, uh, they weren't Christian. Okay. We didn't grow up a certain religion. They didn't. We didn't go to church. Like I never like really went to church at all. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't go anywhere, or nobody told me anything that really like kind of interested me or, or spiked my mind yeah. about like God or anything. The only experience of church I had was when my cousin's family brought me to church, and as we were going there, my cousin hands me a Bible. Mm. And I, I think either I flipped to it or he passed it to me that way. But the first thing I ever read in the Bible was David and Goliath. Mm. And so I remember in that car, I was just like, yo, what? A slingshot to a big guy? That's crazy. <laughs> and like, I remember that, but yeah. that's like the only experience I had with, you know, God. And like, that was really it. I, I didn't think about it at all. I was doing my own thing in New York. I was on my computer a lot. Never thought about anything with God and stuff. Like I was like, for me, I view myself as like a blank slate. Like I didn't, mm. I didn't think about no. I wasn't like, there's no God, there's no God. I just didn't think about it because, yeah. why would I? I wasn't. There was nothing that really spoke my mind to it. Mm. But after that, you know, living in New York for a bit, my mom and dad they split up. Um, so I was living, still living in New York. My dad moves to Jersey, and time passes. Me, and my stepdad, time passes, time passes, and then this is kind of where don't. What? How was what was that like? Is that is that does that have anything to do with your faith? Uh, did, that, how did that, that affect your your you now? That's the thing. It's it's weird because like trying trying to, for like for me to think about my past and like all that stuff because that can be like hard stuff. Mm. I don't know. As a kid, I wasn't. I didn't think about it a lot, you know. And like, I, and I was thinking about it could just be because yeah. I would you know go to my laptop a lot, and so maybe I was going there to distract myself. I don't know. Yeah. But thinking about it, honestly, it didn't. For me, I, I didn't, I wasn't affected too much about it at the moment. Okay. I kind of just, it was weird. Like, kind of had like, this, like, numbness, like, and eh, whatever. Like, okay. I guess, I'm not sure. But, of, of course, now I can look back and, like, see things. But, yeah, yeah as not, at that point, not nothing really. But, yeah, after that happened. So, I, what, what, what age were you at this point? I think, like, 10, 9. 10, okay. Like, 9, 10. So, I, I yeah, so my little my stutter for a bit. And then something really, every time I share this story, it's like, I always say it's such a dumb reason. But this is what, you know, this is where I, I look back and I see that God really did this, right? Okay. And it was, my dad bought me a laptop. My dad okay. lives in Jersey right now. Uh, he bought me a laptop and my stepdad took it away because I wasn't like, you know, good grades or something. Okay. Like, I didn't have good grades, so he took it away for a bit. Yeah. And I don't know why I became a brat. I told my dad, oh, my laptop. And then I, I, he, I told him, I want to live with you. Okay. Over the stupid thing like that. It was so dumb. It was so bratty, whatever. And that's why I always say it's such a dumb reason, but. Looking back at it now, like of course, like I see that God was in it. Like huh. God, like God had, even though it was like that dumb little reason. God made you a little Brad. <laughs> yeah, like I, I know for a fact, nah, like nah, it nah. was God's plan. It was God's right. will for me to move here, you know. And so I, I leave Dang, my mom. And I didn't brother. know that that was the reason you. Yeah, came. it was. It was a really dumb reason, and like. So you just wanted your laptop. Like, yeah, I really. So it was. did you get your laptop when you came here? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. It was like it wasn't even a cool laptop. It wasn't a gaming laptop or anything. It was like, oh, okay. anyways, but. Yeah, so that for that reason, I moved here in, in the middle of seventh grade. And when I moved here... Hold up. My turn. I'm still in here. No, well, I'll give it to you right now. 
I moved here, seventh grade, and that's where I met this little chubby Hispanic kid named Danny. Yeah. And then I'll pass it to you. Yeah, yeah. So so I went through uh middle school. Middle school. Uh, middle school comes along. This was you you came along and at this point in my faith, uh I had a not a lot of knowledge. Mm. I knew a lot. I knew what things to like kind of right and wrong. And I had a lot of wisdom. It's actually funny because I I remember I forgot where I learned it. It had to be at this at this thing, but they they talked about the story of Solomon and how Solomon asked God for wisdom and he just became the most yeah. wisdomatic person the on this planet. Intellectual yeah. wisest person. And so I remember as a kid hearing that and I was like, "Yo God, I want wisdom." And every day I prayed for wisdom after that. Wow. And I see it now. I see it now and I look back and I'm like, wow, God, you're so you're so crazy for that. That's awesome. But in middle school, I was I was kind of known as like the advice kid. Okay. I, I would like people would be beefing, doing stuff, dumb things. And they're like, should I do this? Should I not? They'd come up to me for whatever reason. Yeah. I was known as the Jesus boy. But hey, the famous Jesus boy. Yes. Yes. So I, at this point. Uh, I had a lot of knowledge. I had the wisdom. Um, I was not surrounded by Christian people. No, you were not. No, I was not. <laughs> the only far, guy there. Far from it. Um, but I was still, there was sort of this fire in my faith. Hmm. And um, I just started inviting people to youth group. Hmm. I, I, my mom encouraged me to go to youth group. My, my older brother was my role model. He was very involved in youth group. Um, he had invited a lot of people and so people were coming and he was showing up to the house like, yo, I I did this. This was so fun. My youth pastor, this, this, this. So sixth grade comes along and I'm like, you know what? I want to do this youth group thing. Let's Mm. do this. So I joined the youth group. Uh, they make me leader because I've been at the, I've been at this church for a while. So we transferred to, um, the church that we're at now when I was maybe second grade, third grade, maybe around there. So I'd been at the church for a minute. Um, and I was really involved in youth group. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta bring my friends here. This is fun, you yeah. know. And also, I knew I wanted you guys to believe in Jesus too. So I was like, Yo, mm-hmm. guys, come to youth group with me. And so I started off with one or two of you. They finally, they were like, You know what? Let's do it. I was like, Yo, there's games, there's yeah. snacks. You know, we got pizza, soda. Yeah, we talk about God, but there's also games. There's yeah, also yeah, games. Yeah. And so they, they, they'd come, and eventually, bro, fi- like 15, 16 almost probably almost 20 people from my middle school class were at youth group every week every and you were one of them yeah it was true and that's that's the thing like i moved here i didn't i I barely hung out with people whatever i meet danny i get invited to youth group and then that's like basically where i found jesus you know like it, it was and you know how the story goes you know how it went you were there you saw me but it was like i was going to youth group for a bit with them and there's one night we go to the sanctuary, like the mm. auditorium, right? And there, we're worshiping, somebody's yeah. singing on, on the stage, and we're just there, right? And so many times, because this has happened a lot, like we went to youth group, we've seen this happen a lot. A lot of the kids would go back and be on their phones. But I would always see Danny, like, put his hands up all the time, mm. right? And so I was just very curious, like, why do you do that, you know? And I think I asked you, like, why, right? Or something. I think I might have yeah. asked you, and you, I forgot what you said exactly, but I just decided to try it out. You know, I was like, you know, I'm here. I'm sitting like alone by myself. I'm just going to try it. Right. And so I tried it and I put my hands up and I was like, just during the song. 
And then as Danny knows, I got like hit like a ton of bricks, just like just fell down yeah. onto the chair and I was like bawling and I was just like so hit with like the spirit. And I remember like in that moment, I was saying like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like, I didn't even know why I was sorry. You know, mm. like I didn't, I, I barely knew what sin was, but I recognized I was a sinner, mm. you know? And so I, that happened and, and I just was there and. That was like when I had my first encounter with Jesus. And I was like, "Yo, that's yeah. insane!" And like, and so of course after that, um, after youth group, and you know, we're going through for a while and all that stuff. When we go to high school, oh, hold on, uh, hold on, high school guys, why? Oh my god! No, but I, I just wanted to touch on some of the points you made because, yeah. for me, it's actually really funny because with worship, especially uh, younger, you're just kind of embarrassed to yeah. put your hands up during worship. Mm -hmm. You're like, what is this? You know, like, I got to be tough. I got to be, like, I can't put my hands up. That yeah. looks weird. Um, I remember the first time that I put my hands up with us was at a youth retreat. Because mm -hmm. um, I wasn't comfortable in f doing it in front of my mom for whatever reason. I was just like, I don't want to. I'm going to look silly, whatever. Yeah. So when I was just surrounded by youth and seeing them put their hands up, I was like, I want to do this too. And I started doing it. And that's, that's when... Like worship just took to a different level. Hmm. Um, and I remember what I told you was uh, putting your hands up is just showing God that you have an open heart and to receive what he wants to give you. And it's also a sign of like you not caring who is watching you or hmm. who's in the yeah. room. It's just you and Jesus when you're when you're worshiping. Mm -hmm. And that night that that you described was absolutely incredible for me. It was absolutely incredible because um I, I kind of knew what mess you were getting into in middle school. And I I just thought of you as a close friend. And I saw the the hunger in you because there was times where you're just like, yo, I don't know. I don't want to do this anymore, but I want to like, I don't know. I'm seeking something. Yeah. And I was like, boom, baby, let's do this. Let's give them Jesus. And so youth group and me just evangelizing you, talking to you about yeah. Jesus um, and seeing that night, you just take that step and just get blasted by the holy spirit was absolutely awesome yeah it was absolutely amazing and i i remember that night it was as if i received my calling that night mm. because the the feeling that i got watching people come to the feet of jesus was something that i can't describe anywhere else it was a joy that i was like this is what i want to do mm. i want to see people come to the feet of jesus and i don't want to say I don't want to say like I want to see them come to the feet of Jesus because of me or thanks to me, but it, it just being a part of that journey is is something incredible. Yeah. It was awesome, 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 and then not to mention that seeing our friends do the same thing. Yeah. Like I was, there was a point where they were praying for each other, worship. I was like, wow. I was just sit like stand in the back of the room and see everybody doing that. It was amazing. It was yeah. a whole different level. It's amazing. But then. But then, dun, dun, graduated dun. middle school. High school comes high school along. Is, bro, high school, like, bro, love interests. There's wanting to be cool. High There's, school is is uh, like survival of the fittest when so, it comes to the so faith. Bad. I hated it. I, I, if, if you are able to maintain a, a very good relationship with Jesus in high school, I am beyond proud of you. Respect. I have you have respect. my respect. <laughs> yeah. Because high school was a turning point for I think yeah. both of us. Yeah, it was. High school like, was a we, turning point. We went to different high schools, you know. Yes, so we like did. that yes, that separation did. just like was bound to happen because yep. it's hard because we're both going to high school, we're both doing our things, we have sports, it's like new friends, yeah. New yeah, friends. Yeah. Like it's hard it's hard to stay connected. Mm -hmm. So it's like after as soon as high school hits, like, 
like I said, man, all the things that the temptations, the peer pressure, the the bad yeah. friend groups, the wanting to impress people, all that stuff just just comes up, you know. And so, yeah. like I remember after that moment, you know, and I think there were some retreats before. Yes, high school, yes. right? We went to some retreats with like weekend camps, mm-hmm. which were like always amazing because you met so many other people that love Jesus, and that was always so encouraging. But I remember, you know, going into high school, it's like, man, you are living in two different worlds, man. Mm-hmm. You go on Sundays, you know, on Sundays I would go with my friend Angel. We would go and we would listen to the sermon. On, we would go on Thursday for youth group. Yep, we would do that, be in that world, be in the worship, get prayer for. When I got prayer on Sundays, it was amazing, right? Yeah. People just prayed for me, and it was so good. But then I would go to school and it's like a whole different world. Nobody's Christian. Nobody cares about what I'm like thinking about. Yeah. Everybody wants to do their own thing. Everybody wants to go party. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to hook up. It's like I'm living in, I feel like I just, I started a tug of war. You know, it's like, dang, like I want to kind of pursue Jesus more because like I, yeah. I tasted him and it's like, wow, this is amazing. But then there's social, pre- then there's like fear of man. There's that social pressure. There's all these things that come with high school. And yeah, so I was like, I was like, like tugging at this. Yeah. I want this, but I also care about this. And yeah, high school is, is, is high school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for me, high school was pretty interesting because I went to a high school that wasn't too wild, mm. but it's still high school. You've yeah. got, you've got kids that have gone, that are going through puberty. They got their hormones going crazy. They want to get with all the girls in the game. Yep. They want to go partying. They want to try stuff. They want to smoke and do weed. They want to do mm-hmm. drinking. They want to go crazy. Yep. <clears throat> and um, I was at a point in my faith where I knew what was wrong, but I didn't have the why. Hmm. The why, the why I wanted to actually like keep God's commands. Mm. I knew what the God commands were, but I didn't have the why in me of why I wanted to keep them. So, so for me in high school, it was it was the same thing. It was that tug of war. I was still attending. I, I remember I attended um, a Project Timothy, and so our, our East Coast, a bunch of churches from the East Coast would get together in one place for a whole week. A week. A whole week, and it was a leadership camp. So I was just learning leadership, learning you know more things about God. And, and it was really awesome. And I learned a lot. I remember I preached one of my first sermons there. I, I had a sermon back at the youth group, but at this Project Timothy, I actually preached my first sermon. So, so they had like uh, three tracks you can take. It was yeah. worship, uh, worship, prayer, and pastoring, I think. And so I was like, dude, I don't want to speak in front of a bunch of people. Like I like to do it. Adult leaders. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't, the other ones weren't calling my attention. I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So I asked my pastor and he's like, bro, stop being dumb. Go do the pastoring one. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, bro, go do the pastoring one. I'm telling you, go do it. And I was like, fine. Yeah. And I did it. And what it was, was it was like, all right, you have a few days to prepare. And on the second to last day, you are going to do the sermon in front of the whole camp. That's wild. That is wild. And... Wow. I was like, okay, do you have a topic? They're like, no, you come up with a topic. You speak. You for, come up with it? Yes. I have to do with everything and then just do it. Wow. Keep in mind that the pastors of the region, not even like just the church. No, the pastors that were leading the whole region were watching me. I'm like, bro, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. Heart racing, heart beating. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the procrastinator that I am, I waited until the last day and a half to I mean, do the not sermon. Good, but, yeah, know. not good. But I waited wait, until wait. the last day and a half to do the sermon. Um, and the topic that I came up with was um, 
why our friends want to do these things, but why that will never satisfy us. Mm. So I, I talked about weed. I talked about drinking. I talked about all of it. And I was like, yo, I know this is what my friends are going through. This is, and I knew we were all the same age. It was a bunch of teenagers. So yeah. I knew a lot of them were getting into this stuff. And I was mm. like, this is the time. And so I did the sermon. Wow. And I did it really well. And the, the pastors were like, bro, you have a future. Like the way you speak is really awesome. We were all engaged. Wow. Super, super good. Keep it up. So I, that was like the beginning of something. Wow. But then you leave the camp and you go back a into high school. A whole different world, man. And you just <sighs> shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And it got to a point where, wow, now that I think about it, almost like Peter. Because mm. I remember, I remember I was at, I was working out when I was working at Five Guys. I was probably 16. And so my, my coworkers knew I was, I was Christian. And they were like, so since you're Christian, are you waiting till marriage? And I was like, uh, I mean, that's the plan, but yeah, you know how it that's, goes. That's how what happens. Like, you, yeah, I'm Christian. But like, you know, I'm, you know, I don't, it's, yeah. like, it's like, you don't want to wear that anymore in high yes. school. So it's like, everybody's like, oh, you you do that. You, oh, you don't want to do right. that. You don't want to go to a party. It's like, right. well, well, maybe I'm not Like, you know, like that stuff happens, yeah. man. Cause like the social pressure, oh, I feel you. It, yeah. I so, feel you. so I was at a point in my faith where it was like, I love, like, I know God's commands, but I'm lacking something. Hmm. Wow. There was something lacking in my faith. Wow. And I, I couldn't, I guess I wasn't even looking for it. I was just kind of doing things. And I had Jesus in the back of my mind. Like, when I would do things, obviously, the Holy Spirit would be like, hey, don't do that. Hmm. And thanks to God, like, he stopped me from taking steps forward to things that I should not have done. Yep. And yep. things could have gone much worse for me in high school. Yeah. But thanks to God, it didn't. But there was a there was just something lacking when it came to my relationship with God. Hmm. Hmm. And, and so high school was high school was something different. High school was something different. And like I remember, like you know, like I said, all this stuff already. That stuff I went through, all that stuff. It was so crazy. <clears throat> but then the pandemic hits. Hmm. Right. I remember exactly when it's it started. I was just starting my track, my track like career. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I, I was doing track. I was doing long distance. I was doing pretty good actually. Yeah. Uh, I felt like healthy. I felt like kind of fit in a way. But I remember at this time, like God was really in the back of my head. Mm. Really was like I, I was thinking about. It. I was so busy because people who go to school and also do sports, like you, you barely have any time, you know. So yeah. it's like after like after school practice and after, you know, after practice you go to home. It's like you're tired. So I remember how busy I was mm. and all of a sudden the pandemic hits and then no more track, no more school. We're staying home for weeks and then weeks turn into months and then you're just, you're just home by yourself. Yeah. And like the thing with that, when a person, like when you're at home by yourself with nobody for months, the question of like, who are you just hmm. has to come up. Dang. Right, like without the parties, who are you? Yeah. Without the sports, who are you? Like if you're if you're in that for that long, bro, like you're gonna start questioning, who am I, and what am I living for? Yeah. Right, and so that that started happening during that whole pandemic, having all that time, bro. Like, yeah. Come on now, playing games. What were we doing at that time? Playing games. Um. Only playing games, bro. We were only, just playing games. <laughs> <laughs> only playing games. Yeah. Um. Uh. Watching videos, watching anime. Uh. Being on my phone, eating, eating a bunch of food, like just being lazy, doing nothing, and that's how I would live my life. You know, right. I would just, I would just do that. Like, I, I would just, yeah, waste time indulging whatever I want to indulge in. Yeah. All that dopamine every single day, but you know, in this time, I was, 
you know, in a way, I was running away from God in a way. Mm. You know, because the thing is, I had that experience. Like I told you, at youth group, I had it. I knew, dang, Jesus is like, you know, he's real. I know that he's like, he's. I know he's real. But during that time, I really felt like I was low-key, I was running away from God. Because yeah. I had the conviction. I knew mm-hmm. that the lifestyle I was living of playing games, watching TV, yeah. playing games online with my friends for the whole day, all those days just burning them and burning them and burning them. I knew that I wasn't like I was basically running away from truth. Mm. You know, I, I knew truth, but I was distracting myself with lies. Yeah. Right. And so that continued. But then there was this one day which I want this is what I want people to remember, you know. This one day I was playing, had my headphones on, on my phone during the queue times for the games. I was like, you know, <laughs> and there was I just got up from my chair and I remember I walked out of my room and I just felt this like this emptiness that like i don't ever want to feel again like it was like true truly like an emptiness in my soul and i was like i remember telling myself and and, like saying i was like yo what am i doing like what am i actually doing like i'm i know that this is not what life's all about i have i have tasted what life is i know what satisfaction Mm. is and i know like I, i knew it I know that this, that games, that TV, that Netflix, uh, that phone, food. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not going to satisfy me. Mm. But I was still doing it just because that's because I wanted to do it. But like in that moment, I was like, I can't do this. Mm. I feel empty, man. This is, I know what's true. I know that Jesus is the only one that's going to satisfy me. And so after that moment, you know, I I was like, screw that. I'm not doing that anymore. And, and yeah, just change change it up the flow. Right. It's actually really interesting that you say that. Because the way we both reunited to Jesus yep, and yep. to ourselves is the exact same feeling. Because for me, it, it was just a moment where I just, I had numbed my sin, the sin yeah, so you, much. You numb the conviction too. Uh-huh. You feel the conviction, but yeah. you push it to the side. You push it to the side. But it got to a point where I just laid in bed and I was like, I feel terrible. I, I feel like I'm not living life. Like mm-hmm. th- life just feels like I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's another day. I'm going back to sleep. Oh, tomorrow's another day, I guess. And it's a moment where you're just f- kind of living. You're alive, but you're not living. Ooh, like Ooh. that one. And so, and so I just laid in bed and I was like, bro, something is lacking in my life. Something is lacking. I cannot keep living like this. Yep. And it was a moment. It was a very harsh wake up call to me very harsh wake up call and i just ended up running back to jesus very yeah. quickly yeah and yeah. and for me the the re re-encounter with god was was at um a, a conference a youth conference again wow, that's crazy it got full circle bro right. literally First, full crazy. circle full so circle crazy. but it was re uh, my my relationship with god fully sparked was at a youth conference yeah and it was actually the day that he told me to start this podcast wild it was the so day he wild. told me to start yeah. this podcast and i remember i sat there and i just told him father like i'm sorry these last few years i've wasted it wow my i need a relationship with you like i need one i don't want to just know about you i don't want to know your commandments i want to actually live your commandments mm. i want to do this like i i need you and my life without you stinks I, yeah, I can't do this. That's the realest thing I've ever heard. I, I was ever. like, bro, I cannot feel this way anymore. Yeah. I can't. I need to be alive. I need to want to wake up the next day and look. I remember I remember driving home with um with with Frazier. Mm. 
And I remember telling him, I was like, bro, I feel like I have nothing to look forward to. Wow. And and it wasn't like in, in a in a very, I guess, dark way. It wasn't like that. It was just like, yo, like, I just feel like I wake up and it's just like another day. Like, wow. it was just like numbness and, and I guess depression. Crazy. It was hard. Crazy. And I remember crying out to God, God, I cannot feel like this anymore. Wow. I need you to give me something to be excited about. And what was funny is uh, about a week before that, I had mentioned to Frazier, I was like, yo, you know what? Crazy thought. One day in the future, once I'm already established, I've got a nice job, I've got money, I want to start a podcast. It'd be, I think it'd be pretty cool. No way. I did. I did. No, if you ask him, I bet you he'll remember. I remember vivid. I was walking like towards my car from like leaving class, and I was like, "Yo, it'd be really cool to start a podcast one day." He's like, "Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd wow. be cool." One week later, so I show up at this youth conference, and God's like, "No, I want you to start it now. Start the podcast now." Keep in mind, I was in the middle of working on resumes for jobs. Yeah, you were. I was work. ready for like looking for internships, and I just felt eh about it. I was like, "Bro, this whole thing is about trying to impress somebody." trying to pretend like I know how to code and mm. program. And I'm like, bro, I don't like, and I just felt God tell me, I didn't give you the personality and the gifts I gave you to sit behind the desk the wow. whole day. Cause that's what coding was, was sitting behind a desk the whole day and talking to nobody basically. So he told me, do the podcast. He gave me a bunch of other things and yeah. he just gave me that calling. Wow. And that same night, that same night I told you and I said, yo, I'm gonna start a podcast, and I'm gonna need a ho- a co-host. <laughs> Squaw, dude. <laughs> and you were like, yeah. you were like, yeah, yeah, uh huh. And I was like, uh, we're gonna, st- I'm gonna start a podcast. And I was like, are you interested in being my co-host? You're like, yeah, sure, why not? It was just like that. Yeah, well, I don't really, think I don't really think, was. I really don't think you thought I was serious. I I think I was like, sure, we can start it. Yeah, I thought it was just like just me goofing around, and be like, yeah, let's do it for fun. Until like I showed up and I was like, yo. I've got the channel. I've got this. I've got this. I'm about to spend this much money on equipment. I'm throwing a bunch of stuff in my room out so we can set up the studio. Like, yeah. I'm dead serious. When's our meeting? When's our first meeting? And you were like, uh, yeah, let, yeah let's do it. We, came, we, we just started brainstorming the name, yeah. praying about it. God, what should we do? Fun fact, we are going we to call Lions our podcast Den. The Lion's Den. Not a bad name, honestly. But another podcast had it at the moment. So we were like, nah, I don't know. And I, I was brainstorming yeah. uh, with uh, things from the book of Daniel. Mm. And I was like, you know, the fire, the, the, the lions, the fiery furnace, what fiery furnace. And then somebody, I think it was uh, somebody in my family from Colombia, they were like, they called it En el Fuego. And I was like, in the fire. And I was like, wait a minute. In the fire? Yeah, it sounded pretty fire. This is, a, this is fire. And I told you and we we're like, that's the name. That's Let's the name. do it. And things just started from there. And now we're here on this now podcast. Now we're here. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, yeah, for me, like after the whole thing with that, I I got connected even back with the church. Yeah. I had this cool moment. I prayed to God. I was like, God, like, what's your will? For, what's your will? And I heard God tell me, go feed my people. Right. Oof. So he told me, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, is there any food things happening at the church or whatever? <laughs> so I called my pastor. Yeah. I called my youth pastor. And he told me that there's like, they're doing this food drive at the church. And I was yeah. like, okay. So I went to mm-hmm. go help because i you know go for your people sure yeah. i went and that's where i met nico one of our amazing friends yeah. and then i met evelyn and then i met all these other basically all of our friends and yes. like we just like i just started coming back into the church got more involved started being a leader in the life groups yeah. um being a, a youth pastor intern like mm-hmm. that and so like be, being super involved with the church and just gr- and 
we just we had a friend group we just like yeah. the friend group just came together our all, lives turned around bro yeah our, our, lives, our lives fully yeah. took a 180 yeah it fully took a 180 i i i think and and it's scary to say this but I didn't take the Bible, like I didn't read the Bible and pray until, I mean, I was praying and reading slightly, yeah. but not seriously until kind of this point mm. where I'm like, okay, this is what it takes to have a relationship with God. Yeah. This is having a relationship with God. Yeah. A lot of times we think it's, and, and, and for me, I thought it was, it was what I did. Mm. It was like, okay, if I invite enough people to the church, mm, trying to earn that, trying to earn it. Like I, and the thing is I, I always denied it. I was like, no, like I, I know God loves me, mm. but it was like, no, I need to invite people to church. And if they say no, I'll feel like a failure. Wow. 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 And, and so it was praying and reading the Bible. That was, that's what it was to cultivate my relationship with God. Yeah. That intimacy. The yeah. intimacy. It was shutting the, the door to my room and sitting there and just playing worship music and just praying yeah. and telling him how I feel. And yo, yeah. God, this is what's up. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I want to do. This is what I don't want to do. And just telling him everything and doing that at a, at a constant rate, that is what it was like cultivating my relationship with God. Yeah. And that is what I was lacking. Yeah. And, and the knowledge wasn't enough. Like I, I had the commandments. I knew them. It's not just a, But it was about yeah. my relationship with God yep. that took everything to the next level. It took everything to the next level. I now had the why. Mm. It wasn't just a rule book to me anymore. It was it was God really just trying to protect me. Wow. And it was me showing my love to him and him showing my his love to me by me trying to live righteously. Wow. It was so and, and so stuff good. naturally just stopped satisfying me. I didn't want to I was like, bro, I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to yeah. party. This stuff is not for it's me. Not for it's me. not for me. So good. I think you know the verse like just kind of ended off with that. I, I say this verse and you know, it's a common verse, but I always say this. I always preach it because, like, that's what this is. What I really feel that like I experienced. You know, John ten ten. Mm. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life mm. and have it to the fullest. Yeah. That they may have a rich and satisfying life. Yeah. I say that verse all the time because I always say nothing compares to just knowing Jesus. Nothing can satisfy you the way God, the way Jesus satisfies you. And I can, we can say that, me and Danny, by experience, 100%. a million percent. But these little experiences, they won't do it for you. You know, parties, they won't do it for you. They won't satisfy you. Jesus yeah. is the only one who will satisfy your soul. Mm -hmm. And by testimony, which now you guys know. Yeah, absolutely. Only Jesus, man. Absolutely. Only Jesus. But hey, man, this, this episode just served as a way to tell yeah. you guys, we're on the, this is only the beginning. Yeah. We, we are very young. We're on a journey with you guys. Yeah. We go through stuff just like you guys go through stuff. And I'm sure like a lot crazy. of you guys have like gone crazy. through crazy stories too. Yeah. And, and, and we're on a journey with you guys. Mm -hmm. We learn as we go. Yeah. We're, we're gaining wisdom from God, a more understanding, more discernment. And, and we're learning and we're just sharing with you guys what we learned yeah. here on and, and we're so fire. we're so grateful for you guys Absolutely. you know you guys are joining Absolutely. in and listening to us like it's amazing yeah. and we love the community we're making the family we're making together where we can just mm -hmm. share what we know and bless and and hopefully you know bless and sharpen mm -hmm. you guys you know and so and, we just and thank you yeah for for me what was awesome is at first my first thought was this podcast is for the people mm. and somebody once told me they were like no the podcast was also to save you and for a minute, it I didn't understand it. I was like, "What do you mean, save me?" Hmm. But the timing of this podcast, yeah, is amazing. Yeah, and thanks to this podcast, thanks to having the the need of uploading weekly and me having to learn more about God, 
and me needing to be spiritually right because we talk about it all the time me and you are like if we're not spiritually right we're not getting on this podcast yeah. we're not doing an episode if we are not spiritually right so we 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 make sure we are on it like yeah. we are on our game before we get on to any recording yeah and so that pushed me i need to be good mm. because i cannot skip episodes Mm. I need to be spiritually right. I need to have a hunger and a desire for the spirit, for God. I need to be reading my Bible. I need to be knowing it and taking wisdom if I want to be speaking God's truth. Mm. And so that pushed me forward. And this podcast saved me as much as it's been helping a lot of you. Mm. So we're on this journey together. We're doing this together. Here at In The Fire, we are family. We're doing this together. If you guys are interested in going deeper with the family, check out the Patreon. It is fire. It is fire. Also, We're building an thank awesome you, community. Patreons already. For real. Love you guys. Everybody that's subscribed to the Patreon already. You know who you are. We you know love you. you are. For real. We do love you. Love you guys a lot. Um, but we're we're building an awesome community. So yeah. be a part of it. I'm glad I'm hope, hope you just check it out. Got to learn more about us. For real. And yeah. Let, let us know. Yo, we want to hear your today, testimonies but, too. So yeah. we'll see you guys for the next episode. We love you. Peace out. Peace.